Welcome to another episode of Band Director Bootcamp, the podcast with productivity and wellness tips for busy band directors. I'm your host, Leslie Moffat, and I'm really grateful to be sharing this platform with you. As busy band directors, we know you don't have lots of time to watch lengthy professional development webinars, so we share 20-minute tidbits with takeaways you can use to support you in this awesome profession in a healthy way. And today I'm here with someone who is a legend. He is a legend. And it's not often that I come across people that have taught longer than I have, which means he's older probably too. But um, he's taught 40 years. He's wrapping up the 40th year of teaching. And he's a leader in the Pacific Northwest and all around. But he's been serving on our board for our Regional Music Education Association. He's a badass bass trombone player. Uh, teaches eighth and ninth grade bands at Cavalero Mid-High and Lake Stevens. And just all around nice guy. I am overjoyed to have Brian Koreski here with us today. Brian, welcome to the Band Director Bootcamp podcast. Thanks, Leslie. I'm honored. Very I'm, honored to be able to join. Well, I'm so glad you're here because one of the reasons I do this podcast is to help other band directors be able to have the longevity in the career. And I think you're the one I've had on here with the most, uh, with the longest career so far. So clearly you're doing something right and you're smiling and you're jovial. And, and it's, yeah, I've known you for such a long time and I've, I've watched you walk the walk. And so I know that what you're going to share with people today is going to be really powerful. So thanks. Thank you. Um, did I leave anything out that we should tell them about you? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think you, you, you got it. All right. We'll, we'll learn more about you as we go on. But one of the things Brian could probably do a five hour podcast, but we're going to keep these short today or as always. But uh, so we're going to narrow this down today and talk about a choice that he made initially out of necessity, because there was a time when he didn't have this choice that, or do this particular thing where things didn't go, weren't going where the way they needed to. And he made some changes. Um, and like I said, he's in year 40 of teaching right now. So this is definitely worth a listen if, um, if you want to get some really good tips here. So Brian, before you tell us what your priority is, can you tell us a little bit about what was going on in your life, how things were as your band directing career went and how did this evolve and what the big secret is? Okay. So I think, the big thing for me was when I learned how to prioritize and, and I started figuring out what was really important. And um, I got to a point where, you know, I was, I had a 30 year marriage that, that uh, didn't work out. And so I started to do a lot of self reflecting and um, realizing that I had to make some changes to be happy again, because I was very miserable. So that's kind of what brought this all about. So when we talk about prioritizing, um, there's lots of different levels I hear on that. So prioritizing what you're doing at work, as well as are you talking about prioritizing even work versus the home life? And how, what are your thoughts? Um, I think prioritizing really as far as time is concerned, you know, where do you want to spend your time and 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 how can you be the happiest person you can be? So because if you're not happy with who you are, you're certainly not going to be a good teacher. You're not going to be a good partner. You're, I mean, you, you simply have to live a life that's fulfilled. And that's kind of where I, my angle with this whole thing is. So how do you do that as a busy band director? Cause it's hard to find time. And you were just talking about prioritizing time. Tell us some of the choices or things you did. Okay. As difficult as it is for us, because most of us are people pleasers, right? Most of us that go into this business, we want to be liked. 
<laughs> we want everybody to like us. We want those parents, the students, the principals, everybody to like us. And so we have this tendency to say yes to everything. And then, and then, so by the end, there's just nothing left of ourselves. And so um, I actually have kind of a formula that I, that I've utilized through the years that helps me um, have a, it's all about balance and helps me get a balanced life. Ooh, tell me about and this so formula. the basic thing is number one, you have to take care of yourself. And then number two, when it comes time to say um, to commit to different things, um, the first one is take care of home first, take care of your building first. Um, you know, your community, that should happen first. You know, your families, your students, the, the community around you is what you should take care of first because they're a support system. Mm -hmm. So and then after that, you, you go out from there and then, and then it becomes a district thing. So community first, then district. So like MPMEA, Mount Pilchuck Music Educators Association, that's ours. And so I try to make it a point that I service our, our district. And that means to have my students be involved, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's the solo ensemble or whether it's the district large group event or, you know, things of that nature. And then, and then we go, well, we go beyond that. So, you know, depending on how much time you have. So that's kind of the formula that I use. So like, uh, and even, you even when it comes to like, sorry to interrupt, but there, there's so much, but even when it comes to things like, parades or jazz festivals or or uh, things of that nature or trips you kind of figure out well how many of those do i want to do how many can i do what makes sense you know so you because you certainly don't want to be doing something every single every single week every single weekend because that's because then there's no time left for you personally so that's kind of my formula that i that i use yeah um you were even talking before we, we started recording about you're going to do a parade after school's out this year, but you do it so you can do something in your community because it's a service to your community. Right. And so that filter right. you have the different levels of self, home, community of school there, then the district. I mean, it's really it's really helpful because um, we need that discernment and something to, to help us when we're making that decision because we make 80 million decisions a day at least. And so Absolutely. this helps the decision making process. And, you know, um, your vulnerability, thanks for, for being willing to talk about this, but you were talking about a 30-year marriage. And I was at about the 30-year mark of my teaching when my health fell apart. And so, right. yeah, and we can't nurture the import, all of the important things in our lives to the degrees that we often just, we, we can only do one of them that intensely. And you and I learned that um, we want to please all the people and we want to do all the things and, and it you manifests, do. yeah, it manifests in physical reality and, and what happens. And so your words are so wise and they're so real and raw because you've lived this. Absolutely. What, what do yeah. you think? Yeah. Well, I was going to say, what do you think would have happened if you didn't, but you kind of know. You kind of know. Um, I'd probably be leading a very lonely, unhappy life. <laughs> and I bet you I wouldn't be very, a very fun teacher for my students either. Because if you're not happy, it shows up everywhere. So and um, that's a big is, teaching's hard enough when you're on your game. And if you're yeah, right. if you're when you're not on your game, it feels impossible to to keep that circus ball. I mean to keep it all going. So you're right, because yeah, I, I <laughs> 
who am I to talk? Yeah, self-care. We all understand that. And as dumb as it sounds, it's like, uh, Brian, we were talking before we got on the podcast, you don't get a new beautiful instrument and not take care of it. If we don't take care Absolutely. of you know, the valves or the slides or, you know, new reeds or whatever it is we need, um, then the instrument's not going to work right. We are human beings. We are the same way. Our minds and our bodies need nurturing. We can't right. so, give to others. So if you if you do a really good job of of prioritizing and, and that way you have time for yourself and, and time for yourself is so important. I, I even do things like I have a strict policy of no school emails on my phone. Doesn't nope not go in there. I know people that, and then because people think that they can get a hold of you 24 seven on weekends, uh, after school. And I, I make it a point to tell my students, I say, look, don't send me an email at night. Don't send me an email in the weekends because you know, uh, that's my time. And so I think that's, that's healthy. Different. That's a healthy model for the students. Because in a yeah. society where everybody is constant, it teaching them working within boundaries, you know, I'm here when I'm here, I am here with you and I am on and you've got my undivided attention. But when I'm home with my family, they get that or I get that Absolutely. if I'm alone. And and that teaches them too some some pretty important skills, because, you know, besides just the notes and rhythms, we obviously are teaching some other stuff, too. Oh, that's that's the biggest part of it. Um, the notes and the rhythms are almost secondary. Um, my goal in life is to teach my students how to be really um, incredible people, kind people, people that look out for each other. Um, that's my whole mission in life. And then, and I find that if you have a happy classroom, then then the kids are just eager to learn. They'll do anything. They want to learn stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, we give off a vibe when we're happy, right? They pick up on Absolutely. that, that excitement. I mean, we're all about vibration and music. Hello, right here, the energetic vibe. Yep. Well, hey, before we get to our last little bit of questioning here, I just want to take a moment to uh, all you folks that are out there and talk about how you might be able to put some of these practices we've been talking about on all these different episodes into practice in your own life. Welcome Band Director Bootcamp listeners. If you're feeling a bit burnt out and are ready for support and accountability partners in your wellness and productivity, we have an amazing opportunity for you. Join our 90-day virtual bootcamp, a community initiative designed for busy band directors like you who love their job but seek a more sustainable approach. We'll meet weekly, discuss your wellness goals, and develop strategies to help you achieve them. We'll tackle productivity hacks and fine-tuned systems for the upcoming school year. With 35 years of experience, I've got some tricks and tips up my sleeve that I can't wait to share. So as we move into a new season of our lives, if you want to feel empowered and supported by like-minded individuals, this is your chance. Reach out to me at banddirectorbootcamp.com or click on the link in our show notes to schedule a 15-minute call. Let's ensure this is the right fit for you, get you signed up, and embark on this wellness journey together. Because together, we rise. All right. We are back with Brian Koreski to get a few more bits of wisdom from him before he, he gets off this call with us today. So you've been at this, like I said, 40 years. Um, and we've got a lot of teachers who are just getting their feet wet, just coming out of maybe college or student teaching and had the pandemic mess up all kinds of things. So they're really starting on a path that's tough, but oh, so important. And so um, 
what would you like to say to them? I mean, you're prioritizing things pretty cool. Uh, they're going to take, we're all taking that with us, but um, is there anything specific you think for our younger or newer teachers that is important that they might need to hear? Okay. I have two quick things to add because mm-hmm. I know we're going to, we're running short no, on you're time. Good. You're good. Um, first one is pick music that you like. Don't pick music just because it's it's fits a certain thing or it's the hard music to do. Fit me, pick music that you have a personal attachment to. Uh, if you're into it, the kids will be into it. Don't just pick something because it's hard. Pick something because it's fun. It has a hook. It serves a purpose. It's interesting. It's exciting. I mean, think of that when you're picking out music and then don't forget to laugh and have fun. Seriously. Don't take yourself too seriously. I mean, I laugh all the time. I have so many dad jokes. I can't even tell you. I'm a walking dad joke, but kids love that. They do. In fact, we have a comp every concert. I'll ask kids, give me your best dad jokes. And then and then I'll, they'll give them to me and I'll say a, one one at a concert. And then the winner, the one that I choose, gets some special prize or something. Oh, my gosh. That, so, yeah. That's social emotional learning right there. You're getting them involved. They're thinking. And, yep. you know, when you when you laugh, you know, our bodies secrete different chemicals when we start laughing and stuff. So when they're in your presence and you're helping them laugh and do that, they are literally getting the feel-good hormones in your presence, in your classroom, and they want to come back more and more. And absolutely, you're the first director that I've ever heard say, pick music you love. Oh, you have to. Yeah, I mean, but nobody says that. And it's so true. I, get, I have to tell you, I get up in the morning. Um, this is a true story. When I wake up in the morning, the first thing I hear in my brain is the fun music that I'm going to, we're going to be working on that day. I literally have the songs going. And so I'm driving to work and I'm whistling the tunes and I'm thinking about this really cool music we're going to do. And so when I hit the, when I hit the band room, I'm just like ready to go. I want to be in your class. Oh, it's fun. It sounds like you. fun. Yeah. It really um, is. Have you been at the mid-high level, uh, middle school type your whole life, career? No, actually, um, uh, this is sort of interesting, but my I taught for 19 years at Blanchette High School in Seattle, <laughs> where I taught high school. Uh, gosh, I did the choirs, the jazz choirs, uh, musicals. I directed the musicals. Um and so I did that. And then I taught, I was the music director at St. Bernadette's Catholic Church down in Burien for 23 years, where I did, I taught, you know, our elderly, <laughs> elderly, I'm probably there now. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> I thought, I thought we had a church choir, you know, of adults, a traditional church choirs, and I led the music there. And oh my gosh. And, and so then I did. Uh, the middle school up here in Lake Stevens. I've been here for, this is my 20th year up here. So you've been here for a while. (laughs) I've been here for a while. So I've basically, I've taught all ages. Wow. That's great. So, but middle school is pretty fun. I'm digging that. And you've got some eighth graders. You've got the best of both worlds there. (laughs) I know we're at a mid high, which is like, nobody knows what that is. It's not a middle school. It's not a high school. It's basically like an old junior high without sixth graders. Maybe we have eighth and or seventh graders. We have eighth and ninth. So it's like hormone city. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's like, 
we have we have the trickiest of both but i love it because the kids are still young enough that they actually believe the things you say yeah yeah yeah, there you go you know you can just reel them in man if if you have a straight face you can tell them almost anything (laughs) believe you then after a while you're like okay no i'm just kidding really really." and then they're like what (laughs) exactly oh gosh you know it's been fun to hear you talk about the things you do. I've seen it play out when we were at your school just a few months ago for the regional solo and ensemble. Your students, oh, yeah. Your students, it was obvious the relationship you've got with them and they have with each other. And they were kind of on autopilot and didn't need you because you've set things up. Right. So that, yeah. And so um, all of you that are listening today, take what Brian said and really take it to heart because he knows what he's talking about. He's lived it. I've seen it. Um, and it's it's totally on, on point. So, Brian... Thank you so much, my friend, for joining us for this edition of Band Director Bootcamp. And thank you to all you listeners who are making a difference in kids' lives through the magic of music music education every single day. The work you do matters, and so do you. Join us next time on Band Director Bootcamp for another episode of productivity and wellness tips to make your life a little easier.